0: It's episode two of the Mystery Fifth Hour from our friends at Superior Grill on Highway 280 as we record this. And as always, the Mystery Fifth Hour is brought to you by our friends at Mortgage Right anywhere in the country.
1: Anywhere you can hear us, Donaway. If you're looking to purchase or refinance a home, act now before rates go on the rise with locations nationwide lending directly to home buyers. Our friends at Mortgage Right remove these speed bumps on the road to home ownership. Make sure you go online, go to mortgageright.com, NMLS, ID number 2239.
0: Awkward moment today for me in our new building as we continue to build out and get ready for our live show return on our digital platform. For it to stand out as awkward to you, it must have to uh, be really, really awkward. It's one of those where you have no excuse. Okay. I'm riding up the elevator. We were meeting on the first floor. Our studios are going to be on the fourth floor with a great view. The penthouse. So I'm in the elevator going up. There has not been one time we have been in that building that anybody has stopped when I've hit four from one to four. Nobody has stopped me on two or three on the elevator to jump on and go up. Right. Until today when I was tightening my belt. I had my belt completely unbuttoned. And on two, the door. I'm a big fan of elevators, too, don't (laughs) I? It's just, that, it's just that feeling when it kicks. It yeah. li- literally, my belt was just like this yeah. as the door opened on two. And I was like, hello. No, you did. Oh, hey, well, when, when we you were had to buckle it back up, you just can't. There's no excuse.
1: Yeah, when you and I went on the uh, furniture run last week, we were down at the showroom downtown, and I got a phone call. And so I was walking out of the urinal. And my pants were down because I was on the phone. I wasn't thinking. And a guy in that location walked in. So
0: your pants, your pa- you didn't walk out. You walked out away from the urinal. Yeah, into the- I walked towards the vanity. Right, right. But your, your pants were all the way down? Well, I mean, I, I don't know if junk
1: was hanging out, but my pants were down, yeah. I and mean, I had to apologize. The guy was like, I got caught up in this phone call. No,
0: no worries. No worries. No apologize needed. <laughs> sir, Hi Lance. Who, sir, who was on the phone with you, by the way? Uh, Let's start off our mystery fifth hour today. LT, you're going to start us off. I love this topic that you're throwing out on the table. One event in history that you would like to have been at. What would it be, and and where would you go in history? I I think that's a fascinating topic. Well, you know, I I had a
1: friend bring it up a couple of weeks ago, and I started thinking, you know, there's so many different places that you would want to be, but at the same time, some of those events are really scary, Mm -hmm. right? But to me, what jumped out, the 1936 Olympics in Berlin. I know that sounds random. No, 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 no. no. A little controversial. Yeah. Well, what I love is the, you know, can you imagine the game is right there in Germany. Hitler thinks they are going to completely dominate. Jesse Owens, Alabama's own Jesse Owens, rolls in. It was the first Olympian to have four medals. And Hitler wouldn't even acknowledge him or shake hands. Wouldn't no. even look him in his eyes.
0: Here, here's what's crazy about you saying that. Not long ago, my wife and I were headed, I can't remember, we were driving. Roswell? No, no. <laughs> we did not go north to go to Roswell. But we were going north. And, you know, the Jesse Owens Museum is up in Tuscumbia, right? Mm-hmm. And I told my wife a long time ago, me and Dunaway, back in the AM days, did this topic on AM 690, way back in the day. And one of our listeners said to be one row behind Hitler. And watch Jesse Owens do that and watch Hitler's reaction. Oh, it must have been incredible.
1: The, I mean, if you're talking about the, maybe the most evil f- of all time was Adolf Hitler, right? right? Right. And for that guy to think they're going to completely dominate the look. If you're in the owner's box, I guess they would have had the equivalent of uh-huh. an owner's box right there in, 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 um, in Berlin for the Olympics. I can't even imagine something better than that.
0: Vine Taylor had the German in the lock that day, oh, and Hitler, God. Hitler <laughs> turned around and was like, <laughs> Vine Taylor! Yeah. You, think uh, he left,
2: you think he left at halftime? Uh,
0: he would
1: have. <laughs> if he would have known the, the results, he, he would have been gone at halftime. But the Aryan racial superiority, it did not come through.
0: Yeah. There you go, violating one of our rules, talking about Hitler on the podcast. Well, it was all bad. You can't talk about Hitler good. That's (laughs) the thing. When people – like, I've never understood this. These media people stumble into this, like, trying to give Hitler a compliment. I'm like, you can't think of another example. There's not one example you can think of better than giving Hitler a compliment.
1: Yeah, like, I almost think there's goodness in almost every single person in the world. Yeah. But but he's one one. of those guys that just didn't have an ounce of goodness.
0: Oh, yeah, not that dirtbag. And it was – like, Lou Holtz is one of the most recent ones. I'm like, Lou Holtz, how do you not know you're going to get in trouble saying that? Yeah.
2: the dumbest thing ever, El Diablo. Well the best is it, it's it. You have a bad boss. like well, the first comparison you go to is Hitler. Yeah, oh, this guy's like Hitler. Yes. Why does he make you do? He makes us come in like thirty minutes early <laughs> on Monday. Up. Yeah, maybe you un- maybe <laughs> yeah. you're undereducated on what Hitler actually did.
0: I don't know. Uh, Rockstar moment in history. Where would you go outside of that period of time? Please.
2: <laughs> oh, as our friend Harry calls that, was a little bit of a conflict. <laughs> yeah. World War II conflict was Slight. a little bit of a conflict. Uh, skip me for right now. I'm still thinking on mine. I didn't know we're skip going to stop you? first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, I, prepared? and I've got a I've got a second one and if you do guys a, don't well, I can do make rock up stars. for Rockstar.
0: Yeah, I do Rockstar. Uh, the first ever pass from yeah. Rockstar.
1: Uh, how about this one? May second, two thousand eleven. What does that mean to you?
0: May second, two thousand eleven. USC
2: covered and they beat
0: no, Give you no. a hint.
1: SEAL team six.
0: Oh, oh wow. when they put the bullet in Osama?
1: Yes. How awesome would that be?
0: Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Super <laughs> I mean, political. He's talking. No, they're not even political. It's just like you went Hitler and Osama bin Laden. Okay, can, I'm gonna go. Can, my, I got mine. Can we go back to? Like, like, like okay, that. first
1: though, would you guys not have had,
0: loved to have oh, the night vision no. on and see it, him take a couple of to the chest? We've said yes. We've said this before. If the, because I think Clay Travis was the first one that brought this up to us that. That was being streamed back to the White House. Yes. Like President Obama There's and- the picture in
2: the situation room. That's right,
0: all- yeah. They're all in the situation room watching this. So the video exists, and you know they archived that video. That video didn't just disappear. Well, you know
1: there's a theory out there that, you know, Ben Laden was never
0: shot. Yeah, yeah. But if we made that pay-per-view, what would you be willing to pay just to watch the raid? Start and finish. No, <laughs> Look, I swear, you're I, talking about view? a
1: guy that paid $75 to watch Jake Paul. Exactly. You yeah. A some, YouTuber fight. You
0: watch some crappy boxing for $75. Um, honestly,
1: would I, I would pay $1,000 at least. Holy crap. Yeah. Agree yeah. that I'd that. pay $1,000. What do you think the average For, for the buildup, though. I mean, yeah. think about going back because you didn't know when he was going to be taken down, but everybody was waiting for the moment that yeah. he was assassinated. So if you would have known... Hey, tonight could be the night. You'll get a full refund if we don't shoot him.
0: <laughs> no, I'm not talking about live. Oh, stream. The weather's bad. No, I'm doing hey, live can stream. stream. Full <laughs> can I ask your question? Can we put it on the corporate card? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the uh, here, here's because what's the movie um, Zero Dark Thirty? Yeah, they do uh, what seems to be a really realistic job of portraying yeah. how it all went down. Now I don't yeah. know. I wasn't there. I have no idea. But if you could have watched like what Zero Dark Thirty was, but you're watching the actual live stream that
2: President Obama was watching, yeah. And you're going to have people complaining that it wasn't in HD. Oh yeah. And the guy's too he's too uh, wobbly. It's making me. It's going to make me throw up. It would make me throw up.
1: LT would have to leave the theater. <laughs> that would have topped McGregor and Mayweather in size, oh,
2: I agree.
0: We could have taken a chunk out of the national debt with that one. Yeah. Remember, this podcast started off with my belt off in an elevator. And, and it ended up with Hitler and Osama Bin Laden. No. Rockstar,
2: take us to a different part of history. Do you remember when Gaddafi went down? <laughs> they had him. They had him in the streets, and they were just beating the hell oh, out of him. They really were. <laughs> they pulled him out of like a, a sewer pipe because he was hiding in there. So I'll yeah. go. I'll oh, go I forgot him. about that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he, had he some, was in a well, wasn't he? Yeah, he was in a little sewer pipe, and they yeah. just pulled him out. Like he and they went. They yeah. were not big fans of him once he was taken. Yeah, there was no horse collar <laughs> call. <laughs> no. they weren't going to flag that. Yeah. Same, and <laughs> Mussolini. I'll go with Mussolini too. You
0: guys are patriotic today. Wait you hear my? Mine, I, well, I I was gonna go. I think Hamilton has skewed it for me a little bit, but I think I'd like to go back to seventeen seventy six in the birth Just of say, our country. I was so, gonna say mine too. Yeah, some of the uh some of the songs that were going on back then. Yeah. Theodore like, I don't, The Country the songs, Is Jogged With You. I, I don't think they were really so I think that's been written until oh, I know. And I guarantee
2: written. when Dunaway came back, how was it? Eh, eh, kind of yeah. disheveled.
1: Freedom yeah. Freedom Hall, not yeah. as big yeah. as you yeah. think. Hey yeah. Francis Scott Key was a one hit wonder though, right? He was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: I, mean, I don't know what else. He, what else I'm going to Google it. I bet nothing. Well, it was yeah. a, he wasn't
2: writing a song. He was writing a poem, right? It became yeah. a song.
0: Well, that's, he was the way, in a, that's why he most was, people did it back in the he day. He was in right? a bunker, right?
2: Yeah, it was, it was in the, a bunker and a jail. Which one was it? Um, I thought he
0: was on a ship. Well, wow. you don't think Freebird <laughs> you, you don't think Freebird is a good poem? He wasn't at the Ritz. <laughs> you no, know, yeah. I think Freebird would be an excellent poem. He, he was on a ship off the coast. Yeah. Looking up at the port. Oh, yeah,
1: that would okay. be the longest poem in history though. What? Freebird?
0: Freebird? Yeah. A, I don't know, man. There's some long crap. Yeah, interlude. Oh my god. Yeah, there's yeah. some long crap like I used to have uh It's two
2: verses, is it not? What, mm. the Star Spangled Banner? No, Freebird. Freebird. <laughs> One well, and the same. There we are. Yeah, Brown, Star, Sp- <laughs> Star Spangled Banner in Alabama. <laughs> Brown, we'll
0: need you to stop Googling and paying attention. to at No, no, point. no. I want to find out. Um, your, your moment in history was also 1776? No, it was when King George got the Declaration of Independence. Like, when they showed it to King George. Hey, by the way. You know <laughs> Who the that- hell wrote this? I can't read it. Who the hell is John Hancock?
2: <laughs> I mean, they,
0: you got to think in King George's day, like, that, that day, that yeah. specific day, they probably ran a few things by him, and somebody's like, hey, one of us is going to have to show him the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> and like there's some court gestures like, it ain't going to be me, man. Yeah. I do not get paid enough to share that one with him. Qu- and-
1: quickly on the fly, who's got Declaration of Independence on their wall? Like
0: of the four of us? No, I oh. don't. Hell, none of us do. Oh, uh,
2: uh, uh, Saul Goodman. Yes, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but don't you think like there was this big argument about which of us is going to show it to him? they they said, "Hey, uh, King George, good news: tobacco prices way up. <laughs> Shipping channels back open in India. We get the spices flowing." By the way, there's a little piece of document. Yeah, we here's got the rub. His, yeah. From the colonies, they're going to want their independence. Yeah. Yeah. What do their contracts say? Uh, they don't care. They burned them. And right. They are they are independent. They got to they they've they thrown some tea in the uh, harbor. It's well, bad news for well, us. Tell
2: me, have a no compete with uh, Africa and uh, Europe. <laughs> yeah, they don't really care.
0: Uh, that is uh, our the the kickoff segment of our mystery fifth hour here from Superior Grill, one of the landmarks here on Highway 280, and it's a place that we've been coming to for years. Lt. Uh, One of the longest establishments here on the 280 corridor and in Birmingham in general.
1: Yeah, I had dinner here last night and got the uh, Negros quesadilla, uh, which is awesome. The black bean quesadilla with the chicken, spinach. Um, It's got a little side of the guac, the sour cream. Anything you get here, though. I know Brown loves the fajitas. Yes, sir. The crazy Javier. Great steak. They've even got quail here. Mesquite grilled quail. I've had it. It's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, They got it all, man. Since 1995, Donnie, Chris, Mike, they do a great job.
0: It's also brought to you by our friends at Mortgage Right. LT will tell you about Mortgage Right a little bit later on in this podcast, the Mystery Fifth Hour, with all the guys from the Next Round show. This is Episode 2, and Brown's up next. Brown, songs you can't hear without thinking of a movie scene. Uh, This pops to mind uh, several images for me. Oh, does it? So Dunaway's got a couple of uh, answers. To me, maybe the most iconic song plus movie theme connection, at least for me, and I, this was not a one-hit wonder. I think they did a couple songs, Rockstar. You might remember what else Berlin did.
2: Oh, oh, Ber- <laughs> take My Breath Away.
0: Berlin did Take My Breath Away. And I remember, what year did Top Gun hit? 86. 86. So I was a 10-year-old, 10-year-old Ryan Brown at Plaza Cinemas over in Anniston. And that was a pretty – for a 10-year-old, that was a pretty saucy make-out scene back in the day. Oh, the
2: volleyball you, scene was legit. You know the uh, yeah.
1: amazing thing about that? Typically in a movie you will get the song one time. Right. Yeah. Top Gun, you get it, it three times. Every
0: time he goes and sees Kelly McGillis.
1: Gets on the elevator. Yeah, that, they bring it, it – right. it really – it's it's one of the iconic films, action films for us back in the day, but really cheesy when you go back and watch yeah, yeah, the way it scored.
0: I watched it not long ago. No, you're right. The scoring is yeah. kind of weird. But um, to this day, I mean, we are – that was 86. I mean, we're we're – 35 years later, I can't hear Take My Breath Away by Berlin. Not that I hear it very often. Normally, if I got like the 80s on 8 rocking on XM, I can't hear that song without thinking about it's just their silhouettes and you yeah. can see their tongue going in each other's mouth. I mean, as a freaking 10-year-old, I had never seen anything. It well, was hardcore I was, porn back I'm in I'm not going to say I'd never seen anything like that, but I mean, but in like, the theater. Do you, do you always call Jen and... Say, hey, honey, I'm coming up to the bedroom every time you hear the song? You know, I really don't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was just asking. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. For, for, for me, it's um, don't you forget about me. And the breakfast parts, Club, right? There's part of it yeah. I can't I can't hear the song without some, John point, Bender? Without yeah. some point throwing yeah. my fist into the air. That's right. As it freezes at the end of the movie. That watched, one sticks out for have me. Have you watched Pitch Perfect? I have, yeah. Yeah, they it's, do that at the, it's the end. That's it's really very good. good. Yeah. Very good.
2: What's crazy is about when you're talking about songs that you think of movies, I think it's 80s and 90s is when you attach. Once the 2000s, if there wasn't really a movie, can you think of a movie like I yeah. think I've of, got one that's close to
0: the 2000s. Well, but, but, but to your point, Rockstar, Kenny Loggins made a really good career all for writing movie scores. Oh. Yeah. I mean, all
2: from like 1980, yeah. from Caddyshack all the way to – Caddyshack, uh, uh, Top Gun, Footloose. 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 I yeah. would say he topped out at 88. Over
0: the top. And who was that yeah. instrumental guy that did Beverly Hills Cop and those um, – oh, Axel Foley. John yeah. Hammer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was Axel Foley. Right? No, no, Axel Foley, Foley was, was, yeah, that's was, that's right. Was but you're character. right, what's his name? Yeah. I think it was Jan Hammer. Jan yeah. Hammer,
1: yeah. Because he did Miami Vice, too. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. nobody,
0: yeah, nobody did more than John Williams, but that was like instrumental stuff. I mean, Kenny Loggins was, I mean, he was writing like songs that probably topped the chart pretty high. I would imagine Footloose. Yeah.
2: So you say, but that when you brought up Berlin, Take My Breath Away, is that the song you think of Top Gun or uh, Danger Zone? That's what I, I think of Danger Zone. Oh,
0: if you say Top Gun, I probably think of either Danger Zone or just the instrumental, like when the – when the planes are flying, neow, in, neow, yeah, that neow, one. Neow, 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 neow. But but take my breath away takes me back to that movie every time. So if I just throw out eighties movies, well, so mine was gonna a song. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah.
1: Before you do that, though, Back to the Future, Power of Love. Yes, oh. really, t- Huey Lewis.
2: That makes you think every
1: of that? time I heard it because that was like I, I remember going to see that movie at the theater and I just thought it was just so incredible and it's it's timeless. Yeah, like every time you watch it, it is still that good. That song. Until I went to a wedding, and I, I think you might have say, gone to that wedding. I was just about no, was, to say. I was at that wedding, okay, too. I was just yeah.
2: about to say that I, I witnessed it at a wedding when the couple was revealed. Yep. Mr. and Mrs. And then, bum, bum, dum, 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 bum, bum. Patty the office, <laughs> wasn't <That's> right. sure, <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure. Sure, Sure, yep. sure. But, yeah, I only
1: associated that Huey Lewis song with that movie until Pat Coyne's wedding.
0: But I still, wow. I still so go you, more
1: power of the love with. Uh, I, had an with aunt, the movie.
0: I had an aunt that walked. All right, I'm gonna, I might get the movie wrong, but she walked down the aisle to. I want to say it was St. Elmo's Fire. I'm, I'm trying to remember which that one. That was, was John Parr. Yeah. Okay, let me bounce a couple off okay. of you guys. 1983,
1: The Big Chill. It's got a million, and it's all oldies.
0: Yeah, one of them was uh, Heard It Through the Grapevine. It was one that pops to mind for me.
1: Yeah, and The uh, Three Dog Night. Jeremiah was a bullfrog. Yep.
0: Joy to the world. Uh, Nineteen eighty-two. Fast
2: Times at Ridgemont
0: High. Did that happen? Cashmere.
2: Yeah. is that one. Is that where Where's Preview Kate's coming out of the water? What's that song?
1: Oh, that is the Cars. Uh, lost. <laughs> no, what is it? <laughs> uh <Damn> it. <laughs> What is the name of that song though? It's a great song. Ta- uh, I can't remember. Uh, frequency. Uh, uh, uh-uh. I don't know. Hold on. I got to damn Google that. Eighty-five. Uh, Back
2: to the Future. Power uh, of Love. Power Just of Love. That. Yep. Yep. that was a good one right there. Is that the
0: only one in Back to the Future though? I mean, be Lewis still, did a bunch of a. Uh, uh, yeah.
2: Uh, Back in time. Gotta go back in time. He's not here. That was Ryan Brown. That was not Huey. uh, (laughs)
0: 1981 Chariots of Fire was the Chariots of Fire theme, right? Dun, 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 yep. dun, yeah. dun. Maybe that's what instrumental, my instrumental right. Yeah, maybe yep. that's what my aunt walked down the aisle to. It was one of fire? <laughs> no, I swear it was either Chariots of fire or St. almost' fire. They also did it Jesus, in. Jesus, uh, how old was she? Yeah,
2: you no, know, this is in the eighties. They also did it in the original Vacation, where uh, Clark's racing race Rust to the Hollywood uh, oh, World. Bum, 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 bum.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, okay, that's not the one she walked down the aisle to. No, that would have been funny though. Uh, Nineteen eighty Caddyshack. I'm all right. Another Kenny Loggins. I'm all right. Another Kenny Loggins. Yeah, or
1: Journeys. Any way you want it.
0: Yes. Oh, well, that's when Al Servix is dancing in the uh, in the fairway, right? Everybody's dancing Everybody's in the fairway. Everybody's dancing the
1: fairway. Moving in stereo is the name of the song. There you
0: go. Oh, Ferris okay. Bueller, did it have one? Uh <laughs> Tequila? No, that was
1: yeah. uh it's uh, yellow
2: or something like that.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. And then he also did the uh
2: Pump. Wayne Newton song. Donkey yeah. Shane. Yeah. Uh Sixteen Candles. Did oh. that how one that popped out? Uh, long Duck Dong. <laughs> You, of course, would go to that. We had him on the show, Getty, wants to Wontonette. Yeah, yeah I don't remember
0: a song from 16 uh, I'm sure it was some love song. Um, so, Rockstar, did you give yours? Mine was, was Power of Love. Power of Love. That works out good. And well, I
1: also would go Tiny Dancer, Almost Famous. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. I watched that again over the weekend, and I was going to bring this up on a future Mystery Fifth Hour, but I'll say it Let's right do now. do it now. I think that that is the movie I have now seen the most in my life. Oh, wow. I, wow. Have, I think I have seen Almost Famous 15-plus times more than The notebook. I think I yes, yes. I mean, we talk about the notebook a lot. I've probably only seen it five or six times to start to finish. Okay. And I the, the one around the holidays I always forget. Um which elf? one? No, the love love story where elf. everyone love actually. Love actually. Yes. Yeah. Love actually. is probably <laughs> Love actually elf. It's probably number it. 2 for me, but number 1, it is so bad Maggie walked in um, to the sports room and I'm watching it. She goes, "God, you love that movie." And she never watches it. She doesn't love the movie as much as I do. But that's such an iconic scene. The, quiz.
2: Uh, What's the name of the band, Dunaway?
0: Um, oh, my goodness. Um, You've seen it 15 times. I have. Yeah. I can't Don't remember. The name Wait a second. You're going to say it and I'm going to remember. I just mm-hmm. watched it Saturday.
1: Fever dog.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they uh, did such a good job. Uh, I mean, Jason Lee, such an underrated actor, uh, they,
2: he doesn't yeah. get any more work. Scientologist. You know. uh, Sweetwater. Sweetwater. Yeah, the, uh, the airplane scene. No, it was Stillwater. 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 The, uh, the airplane scene. Come on, was was Sweetwater's
0: a beer. It's a sign in here. At, at you know, I guess Grill.
1: They, they were basing that scene on... Leonard Skinner, it ended yeah. better for yep. Stillwater? A little bit. Well, yeah, yeah. Skinner's
0: yeah. playing yeah. rough landing. Yeah, it, You can say it that. really did, bro. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, part of our, our podcast here. In fact, just, all like, of that, just, just like that transition. <laughs> all of it's brought to you by our friends at Mortgage Right. At some, <laughs> t- at some point, Brock, sorry, everybody falls down and you can't even reference it. You hey, have to go on. If you are looking to purchase
1: or refinance <laughs> a home anywhere you can hear our voices, you need to act now before those rates go up and do it with our friends at Mortgage Right. For more information, mortgageright.com. NMLS 2239.
0: I can't ask this question to Rockstar without thinking of our buddy Matt McLaren in Dallas uh, for me because um, the place I walked in and left immediately was an a, um, establishment, we'll call it, wee hours of the morning of a playoff trip we were on. And McLaren, after all the bars had closed, convinced LT and me to go to this location. And we paid a cover charge went through security which included a metal detector which should have told us something walked in there was a gang war going on with people on each side of the building and we immediately LT LT looked at me and said this place is too rough for me and I said I'm right behind you and we walked out the other door we didn't even sit down well, we, we got padded down yeah yep.
1: yeah when you get padded down typically walking in a bar it's it's the older I get in life I used to test the limits back in the day I just really don't want to be in a place I got to get padded down they, so
0: literally walked in and out yep and called the same Uber that had just dropped us off. And that's Rockstar's topic, a place that you walked in and left immediately. We, we were at dinner, all of us together. And no, the three of us together, and y'all were meeting McLaren. I went back to the hotel, and I think I had a, a, I met Marty Smith at the hotel bar of ESPN. Watch your toes. Name drop. Yeah. And
2: when Marty I, Smith of John Deere or where? ESPN. Okay. ESPN. It's Marty when Smith. I got Back to the hotel, I had to stay and pay the check.
0: And when I got back to the hotel, they were already back in the hotel. I was like, oh, y'all decided not to go to He said, oh, no, we went. <laughs> Let me tell you about this place. I mean, we say it, we're, we're uncensored. It was a gentleman's club. Yeah. And there were strippers. Y'all weren't gentlemen. There were strippers on stages, multiple stages, but there were nobody sitting around the stages.
1: Uh, that was the problem, too. You can tell, like, and it's been a long time since I've been to one of those clubs. But yep. back in the day, you could kind of tell by the talent that was on the stage. Yeah. These were rough around the edges. I, I
0: couldn't believe you guys beat me back to the hotel. Like, it was a rough place, Brown. Yeah. I mean, it must have been. I mean, Dunaway was like, Brown, we did, we did not even stop. Rough. We walked right through it, and went out the exit. Yes, it was like, it was like we were in a, we were trying to lose the cops or something yeah. outside by walking through the building and going out the back side.
2: Rockstar turned us off. Which, which one is you? A place well, you walked in and left immediately. Me, well, what made me, Well, I don't go to a lot of bars unless I'm playing. But what made me think of this uh, topic was. Lance and I were in Orlando, I don't know how many years, one we was my second stint at American Idol. It was 2007. There we go. Uh, the night before, or the night of, we went to, would you say 10 bars at least? Because uh, It was like a tour. I remember the first three. We went to a place, <laughs> yeah.
1: I just remember the next day, uh, and I think I asked you, I was like, my God, my ribs. Somebody, and I guess I got to a point where somebody kicked me in the ribs or punched me, I don't know, but they felt like they were broken the next day. Well, uh, the best is
2: when you get a call from Lance the next morning, and it sounds like this. Hey, what happened last night? You all right? No, my ribs hurt. Man, I don't know what happened. Because <laughs> when did you leave me? Oh, I don't know. Rockstar, be uh, truthful right now.
0: Did you kick Lance in the ribs no, I, and break his ribs? I,
2: I was in a cab before the clock. I was Cinderella. Before he, the, he left before me with Cinderella. shots going over the shoulder? I saw that, and then that's <laughs> when I was at the top of the bar with just by myself, like looking at my phone, playing solitaire, and I was like. I'm gonna get a cab, go back to the <laughs> room. But the bar that I thought of, there was some bar and it, it had to have been Mustang Sally, but we had to walk down probably eight steps. We got there, there's hardly anybody in there and they're playing like Mustang Sally. And oh. Me and Lance looked at you. We weren't in there two seconds and we just turned right around. You see the bartender. Awful song. You see the bartender get all happy and stuff like customers and then they turn right back around. We weren't in there four seconds. Rockstar, you have spoiled me yeah.
0: on that song. Because anytime I hear it, I will leave to anybody who's close to me, <laughs> and I'll say, Rockstar would walk out right now, would leave my, this place right key. now. It's my cue. I was <laughs> yeah. recently at a wedding, right? And I sent all of I sent a text to the group because the DJ played Mustang Sally. And I knew, I knew if I said it, Rockstar would reply. and He replied right away. I can't remember what you said, Brown. Has it ever happened to you? You walked in a place and walked out immediately. <sighs> I, was meat, I, I was on a road trip. Somebody Didn't have meat. I was on a road trip. No, this place had meat. Interestingly enough, Jim. I was on a road trip once with a uh, group, uh, a co-ed group, my wife, who I was just dating at the time, was with me, and we were hungry, and we needed something quick, so we stopped at a Wendy's off the interstate, and we walked in the Wendy's, and the first thing I noticed, it was in the winter, and my buddy was like, you can't meet in this joint, it is so cold in here, like, yeah, it really is, what's going on, and we get up to the, and, and there was a sense of, I don't know, can you guys walk in a place and you just feel like something's not right in here? Yeah. There was that yes. sense, right? Something yes. has happened. Something's yeah. not right. I, 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 you remember the house we looked at? Exactly. Yeah, it yeah, sounds yeah, like yeah. we're a couple, but I <laughs> no, <that's not, laughs> looked at a house a couple of
1: months ago, and the downstairs, it had that feeling. Uh, yeah. Uh, by the way, that was Lance that said that, not don't know. <laughs> yeah.
0: Lance and Brown looking at well, uh, it. Well, uh, it had business business potential for our, our current business. Goes without um, saying. Yes.
2: No, it goes with saying. Yeah, I probably
0: needed to point it out. So we walk in, and you could just tell something was going on in this place, right? And uh, we walk up to the counter, and the girl, she's kind of, she's like, startled. And I said, man, it is freezing in here. What's happening?" She goes, sorry, we had the doors open. Uh, we just had a shooting in here. I said, I gonna, beg your pardon? You going to air it out? <laughs> I said, I beg your pardon? She goes, yes, sir, we just had a shooting. I'm, I'm so sorry. I was like, I'll tell you what, we're going to go. Yeah. I, I don't know what's happening. We beat the cops there. Oh, no. Oh, yes. we Wait, pulled so out. where Literally. was the body? Where no, was no, the body? No, nobody got shot. There was just a shooting oh, okay. inside. Like, Guns, so there bad shot. Which is the exchange. place you don't want to be with people who are bad shot. Bingo. Yeah. And never knowing who's coming back for retribution. So we did not eat Wendy's that night. We took off. It's probably something like what happened at your establishment had you stayed long enough. Yeah. Any places, any other places for you guys? Uh, mine was yours yeah. in, in Dallas, Texas. Yeah, it's the only place I've ever walked in and out of without ever sitting down or stopping. Ordering one drink or anything. And, and you out. paid for it. And paid for it, yeah. absolutely. And I had no problem leaving. I was all in on that. It's all brought to you by our, our friends at Mortgage Right all over the country, LT, and yet your paperwork never leaves leaves your home state.
1: Yeah, with locations nationwide lending directly to home buyers, our friends at Mortgage Right remove the speed bumps onto the road of home ownership by cutting out the middleman, ensuring a fast, worry-free
0: process. Visit online, MortgageRight.com. Do dreams mean anything you guys because i had a weird dream the other night and i have no idea what it means in my life and sometimes i don't really put any value in dreams i don't think they mean anything i think somebody on the show had a dream a couple of times in a row and you were worried it was going to come true i can't remember which one i think it was lt at some point you'd had the same dream like two or three times but do dreams mean anything for you because for me the other night do y'all remember a caller we used to have back in the day Scoobs, yeah Scoobs would call us um, in my dream the other night, I was for some reason buying this car from Scoobs <laughs> awesome. That was this souped-up muscle car. <laughs> of and course, he had, and he had worked out the paperwork, and I liked the car apparently in right. the dream, and I was buying it. But as I was doing the paperwork, my payments were going to be nine hundred and twenty dollars a month. And Seems I said, like I, "That's I, pretty good." <laughs> I said, I, "I can't afford this." <laughs> right? And he's like, "Well, that's what it is." Sorry, Jim, and, but I, you've already agreed to it, and I. I was anxious because I had to pay it. Right. $920 a month. And I didn't know how I was going to figure out telling Maggie that I had bought this super muscle card
2: from a caller to the chef. From Scoops. He's turning into Lester Burnham. Yeah. So <laughs> nine hundred and twenty
0: dollars a month. This is a financial thing. Yeah. So you think I'm worried about
1: finance? Well, I think it's, no, it's a, You're never worried about finance. It's a new so. chapter in your life, and yeah, I think that it's got something
0: to do with that. About spending.
1: You know, like people have the the dream where you lose your teeth. I have I've them had all that the long. time. Yeah, <laughs> and I think that's an insecurity. That yeah. really happens, no. you yeah. guys, all the time. I don't have time. that dream. Oh, I do.
0: Like lose my teeth or have the dream of lose. Them, yeah, lose he, lose he my, he my teeth. He says everybody loses their teeth. He I I don't know. There's been
2: several times in my dream where. I lose a tooth, but it's connected to a string, and I just keep pulling the string out, and I'm freaking out like, <laughs> like, a, a, like, like, like a your clown, uh, Like your 1966 it, it is, sitcom? You wake up in a cold sweat, because it is it is so it's so real. Like, I'll be looking in the mirror in the bathroom, and my tooth will come out, but I keep pulling it out yeah, with a string. Yeah,
1: that's what freaks me out is how real my dreams are. Like, I get emotionally Ugh. invested in some of the dreams. Like, All I'll right. wake up, and somebody is gone in my life, and then I have to, like, you know, gather myself, and, and like, you know, heart's pounding. But two dreams that were recurring for me were the tooth loss and I couldn't breathe. I was choking. And so, I've got really big tonsils, so I think that has something to do with it. But I also think now that we're on our own doing our own thing, I don't have those dreams anymore. I haven't for the last month. Are you
2: serious? I swear. Because so, you know why? You're sleeping better. You're probably sleeping more. Probably. Yeah, we're, we're all no. sleeping
1: later. I deleted, by the way, last night. But I think it was also extra pressure. I mean, just
0: different. It, 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 it was a different world now. So us working for ourselves – has improved your dream life, <laughs> I mean, it's gotten those dreams behind me. It's so like, that's I, a good thing. I deleted last night as we recorded this, Brown, the 3.30, 3.45, 4 o'clock, 4.15, 4.30, 4.45, 5 a.m. alarms. Oh, Lord, you've I got deleted all alarms. alarms. But I would yeah. set those seven every night in case because I was never late for the old show. And I would set them and they would start at 3.45. 4
1: o'clock, 4.15. Yeah. I don't know how off. y'all hit the snooze. Mine was 4.12, yeah. and I've left. I've got two alarms. I've left the 4.12 just to remind me how bad it was.
0: <laughs> <laughs> never forget. <laughs> yeah, never forget. Why 4.12? Why was it 4.12? I don't know. <laughs> 4.10 is 10, four just was too damn early. set alarms for random times. <laughs> I, mean, I can't get up at 4.15 because that's too late. That's too late. i got to be my, my alarm is 7.01 right now, so I've got 4.12 and 7.01. That's the weirdest thing. I feel like I was a minute behind all day long. My recurring dream is... That I am somewhere and I don't have enough clothes on. It's always, I'm in my underwear. I'm in my boxers and I'm going to church or I'm at the grocery store. <laughs> Apparently our, in our new building. That's okay, yeah. Brown. Nobody, yeah. nobody bats an eye. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what an interesting <laughs> place we work. I am, uh, but, but you know what somebody told me? A good friend of mine told me that they think it's because the four of us and my, me specifically, we live our life in the public very much. Yep. I mean, people know a lot about us because of what we do for a living. Especially this podcast. Yeah, and she said, I just think that because you live your life out in the open, you have that dream that you're somewhere and I don't have enough clothes. Like, I don't have my pants with me, so I've got to go in underwear, and I'm hoping nobody notices. Like, always in my dream, I'm like, I think I can pull this off and nobody's going to notice I'm just in my underwear. What a weird dream. That is a weird dream. It's well, not my teeth falling out, but well, you know that's weird. Everybody, I think, has had the underwear at school dream,
2: preparing for a test. You, I, uh, I still, I still have that every day. You now said then. that group project, no, and you I, don't, you haven't done your your yeah. uh, done work. Away.
0: I would guess, I would estimate at least twice a month or more. I dream that I am somewhere in public in just my boxer shorts. I think that's something sexual frustration or something.
2: God, you're so weird. You man. need to go to the <laughs> elevator, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's so strange. I, It had to get you taken care of. Uh, You're the did guy you
0: call that, your wife after <laughs> hearing burley. I mean, in just this podcast, you've admitted to having your pants open in an elevator, which I think is against the law. Probably so. You asked me if, when I watched the makeout scene with Tom Cruise and Kelly McGillis on Top Gun, do I go upstairs? to The, <laughs> to the bathroom. Do you call Jen? And I didn't say bed, bathroom. I said bathroom. Yeah, That's perverted. Come bad on, room. Yeah, come on. It's your and wife. Then you just asked me what? Oh, you said my dream sexual frustration because I'm always in my underwear. <laughs> Uh, You're the one that needs therapy, man, not me. (laughs) (laughs) The mystery fifth-hour podcast. Um, Do we need to talk sports at all to stay in the sports category? Nope. Nope. I mean, we did one podcast that never mentioned sports, and we rocketed up the sports category because you guys are awesome listeners, but also you subscribed, you rated, you left a review, you commented, and you listened. I mean, that's all we can ask for you to do. We appreciate you doing those things. So listen, subscribe, rate, and leave a comment to all of these podcasts. We appreciate it so much. And it's brought to you by our friends at Mortgage Right. And we appreciate those guys so much. You're talking about a success story, LT. They're one of the best success stories ever to come out of Alabama.
1: Yeah, look, I've known Tanner, Joe, and Chris for over a decade now, and just incredible work. But if you're looking to purchase or refinance a home, act now before those rates go on the rise. All you got to do, really simple, go online, go to MortgageRight.com, NMLS
0: 2239. You know, Francis Scott Key was actually an attorney. He wasn't even a, uh, a poet from earlier. So he really only wrote that one poem. Pretty so impressive. He, so yeah. he was a poet, and he did Oh, exactly. Mm. Baseball, World Series, who's going to be there? Anybody? I still think it's yankees dog. Oh, Orioles. I don't uh, no trust the Yankees. Why are you doing this? Yeah, just throwing it here mm. at the end. <laughs> That's the Mystery Fifth Hour podcast. It is episode two.